Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor and director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a very good day to you, Philip. It's uh, nice to be communicating after a a week uh, of traveling and in between our uh, podcast from two weeks ago. Yes. uh, Hello again to our listeners, and good to be back with you, D. Paul, and all of our loyal, wonderful listeners. uh, listeners, uh, you know, just a quick thing on uh, today, t- this morning, uh, had, actually I had to put on my barn coat because this morning was the, uh, at least for, you know, two miles from the ocean, Southern California, not, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. uh, it was, it was, um, sort of the first nip in the air of, um, the coming winter in the low fifties, which, uh, you know, I know for anybody in Indianapolis, they chuckle like you are doing right now. But uh, but it's a it's a, a sign of things to come. And Bursey, Bursey, Bursey. But we've we've had some we've had we've had an absolutely lovely fall, and we're uh, yeah. uh, always always grateful for the weather. I you know I just want to do a quick California uh, before we, before we launch into uh, our uh, main topic. Um, in in some ways, I was very prescient. I believe uh, uh, the the newly uh, installed, as we say, we don't elect senators anymore. They just get appointed uh, in California. Yeah. And it was a while back that um, uh, when Diane Feinstein passed away, uh, uh, our uh, governor Newsom. Uh, um, appointed uh, a resident of Maryland, which just to bring our listeners back up to date, uh, um, uh, a woman named LaFonza Butler to replace Diane uh, Feinstein. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, initially it was supposed to be a a just temporary, you know, what do you call it? A placeholder, you know, to keep the seat warm. Um, But when she was first, uh, when she was first appointed, uh, he, um, Newsom said, um, this is without putting limitations or preconditions on his pick for running uh, for the seat in uh, 2024. So, okay, she's going to run for this. Well, this is what I was prescient about. I remember when I was talking about her, the woman is 44 years old and has had I don't know, 10, 12 different jobs and positions. Right. So it was, to me, it was like this woman, there's something about her. She's a climber, you know, she's a climber. And well, I have gotten, I have been proven true. She said she will not seek a full term next year after only serving. This was after roughly two weeks she said this. Mm -hmm. This is a quote. She says, I've spent the last 16 days pursuing my clarity. That's what I like to do. Don't you, Deepal, is pursue your clarity? Um, What kind of life I want to have, what kind of service I want to offer, and what kind of voice I want to bring forward. And after considering those questions, I've decided not to run for the Senate in the upcoming election. Knowing you can win a campaign doesn't always mean you should run a campaign. Mm. And uh, she said, and this is this is my favorite part. She said, the loudest, proudest champion of California 
uh, she says, you know, to be a senator is to realize that the position is not the greatest use of my voice. Hmm. And you know what that tells me? What? <laughs> first, first of all, she's got bigger ambitions. You know, you know, a lot of people think, oh, to be a senator. She probably, after two weeks, saw what a senator does. And I'm sure that you know, they can be effective, but it's also just one of these jobs where your staff does everything and you go out and raise money. And, you know, that, that I think she realized right away that for whatever her enormous ambitions appear to be, that this is a jive job. <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is no, 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 no. I have, I have bigger, what does I have been, play, people to see in places to go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it ain't in the Senate. So it, that is, that is, so LaFonza is, is, is going to be history. I think you were prescient, prescient in a way. You know, you, you know it's interesting because, uh, refresh my memory, but wasn't she kind of a, uh, mover, shaker, if not head of president of Emily's list, is that right? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, which is the you know <clears throat> the, the, the huge uh, uh, anti-abortion uh, yeah, you yeah. know uh, outfit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and indeed, so she's she's got a a bigger platform there. She wants to go so that her voice, God bless her, can be heard. Well, Philip, uh, uh, moving on from uh, her her. Uh, so how long? By the way, how long will she be in the office? In what eight months or a year or two? Well, years the, or? the the uh, the elections in in uh, is is next year. It's in a year. Yeah. So the uh, yeah. the folks that are uh, the folks that are uh, uh, you know it's going to be Barbara Lee, the uh, communist uh, representative from Oakland, and um, Adam Schiff. And Adam Schiff. Um, and uh, oh, what's that other woman's name from Orange County? Who is? They're all like so repulsive. <laughs> in in it it, it, I, it they are just also repulsive hey. uh, and uh, you know so it it, it won't matter. at least though they Sounds might like... at least they might actually run for office as opposed well, to this, yeah. uh, inheriting it from yeah, yeah. Uh, some but, but 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 I, you know I just saw the other day and I could be slightly hyperbolic but I don't think so Schiff has got something it was either thirty three or fifty three million dollars in his war chest. I mean, oh, this guy oh, just yeah. really yeah. stacked yeah. it all away, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, uh, and it, it's it's pretty interesting. Oh, the other woman is this uh, congresswoman who I gather she is one of these people, just like uh, what's her name down in Houston, who berates her staff. Who, her name is Katie Porter. And she's one of these screamers. She has people work for her for like you know three weeks and leave, and and so and and to watch her in uh, in congressional uh, hearings, she is she's uh, she's a piece of work herself. And there is one lone Republican running, and guess who that is? I, I do know, know who seen. it is. It is the former Los Angeles Dodgers Steve Garvey is going to run for the Repu as a Republican. By Go way, Garvey! By the way, by the way, do you know this is what's <laughs> weird about our state uh, you know it, it, it is this it has become a one-party state right and right. yet do you know there were over a million republicans in los angeles county 
yeah. registered Republicans. Yeah. So in many ways, this state could be much more competitive if, um, if, uh, if, if, if the Republican Party gave a damn and really put some yeah. resources into yeah. here. Uh, so, you know, and like you said, between, yeah. you know, Adam Schiff, where I, I guess he's a fave uh, among the, uh, uh, the, among the donor uh, class. Preserve That's all us. Preserve yeah. us. If oh, I've, if I've got to, if I've got to listen to Senator Schiff now, I, Ugh, that would be enough reason for me to pack my bags and get out of California and never return. I'm, yeah, I'm telling well, you. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, brother. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, it has been a really incredibly uh, intense couple of weeks since we had our last live podcast. We did an essay last week, as you know. Thanks, Philip. And uh, among other things, at least we do have a Speaker of the House and Mike Johnson, who, by the way, Philip, is being described by Vanity Fair's online Hive newsletter as a, quote, far-right election denier who's opposed to abortion and LGBTQ plus rights, who dismisses climate science and doesn't buy into the separation of church and state. So the vilification of Speaker Johnson has begun. Well, I, I, saw, I saw just the other day uh, exactly what you're saying. Saying is, is you know he he came out of nowhere. I've seen him in in hearings. He's very yeah. good, but he came out of nowhere and left. And the media now we have to define him. We have to define him. <laughs> and it. what you and what you just read from Vanity Fair. That's you know one of the. I'm sure there have been other opening salvos to do with this. Yeah. And by and, and you know. And by the way, there is no such thing as separation of church and state, but that's a whole other discussion. <laughs> that's a whole and, other all, discussion. and all of the other things you mentioned uh, yeah. <laughs> sounds like my kind of guy. So, yeah, he has certain positions, and uh, yeah, they are well, they they are to be vilified. I but anyway, I, he is. I think he is the most. Uh, you know, we don't agree on every uh, issue, obviously. No, but no. but I think uh, uh, given Boehner and uh, and and what's his name oh, from Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. It, you know, he, he's he's the most conservative um, uh, speaker of the house um, in quite a long time. So I yeah. think let's give him a shot. Absolutely, let's give him a shot, and we're just glad that uh, the the uh, well whatever was going on uh, that the Republicans have been able to uh, solidify around him. Hey, speaking of vilification, uh, that's been taking place. It's not only coming out of Vanity Fair, uh, but as you well know, tremendous uh, sophistry going on regarding Israel right now and its uh, vilification. And I'm thinking in particular uh, of what took place, uh, of course, in a, apparently a section of Brooklyn that you are very familiar with, Philip. Tell our listening audience, please, a little bit more about that. Well, before before I do, I, I, you know, yeah. uh, it's been a few weeks now, and I have, uh, uh, as I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have, have been following uh, the uh, what, what's been going on from the moment uh, sure. that uh, uh, these animals came in and literally mutilated uh, people, yeah. uh, eviscerated, mutilated people, and something it, it has struck me that. In so many different areas, mm -hmm. the this obliterates everything that the left stands for. Everything. It from from uh, from from the media 
DEI on college campuses, uh, the, the legacy media, DEI, the UN, which has proved it, proven itself to be absolutely useless and pro-genocide. Uh, Colleges and universities, the Biden administration, the, the bloom is off the rose here. Hmm. Every, this is all about all of the leftists, you know, DEI, diversity, um, uh, equity and inclusion, except if you're a Jew or an Israeli. Now, we're going to march you to the sea. That's what they're saying. So this is this is this is nothing but a, a wish and a push for another Holocaust. And if any of our listeners disagree with that, let us know. But anyway, the Brooklyn thing here, the Brooklyn thing is interesting in that uh, uh, Brooklyn is a, a, a Bay Ridge, rather. Bay Ridge is a section of Brooklyn that, uh, right. I'm, that I come from, uh, Bay Ridge, Fort Hamilton um, area. And anybody That's been, right. Anybody who's been to New York, it's where the Verrazano Bridge, uh, one side of the, one end of the Verrazano Bridge, that's Bay Ridge. Um, I, mm -hmm. I watched the bridge be built as a, as a young fella. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the things that, that was quite odd, uh, or at first was quite odd, is that Bay Ridge is traditionally, uh, in, in terms of Congress, uh, Bay Ridge and Staten Island, they share a, a congressional uh, seat, has always been one of the few Republican and conservative uh, uh, districts in, in the city of New York. And one of the things uh, uh, last week or the week before there were in Bay Ridge, a, a rally of 5,000 anti-Jewish, anti-Israeli protesters who filled the streets mm -hmm. and were just chanting, you know, nice little things like eradication of the Jewish state, which means death to the Jews. Mm -hmm. Now, and, and what was amazing is of, of all places for this to happen, and some of the uh, you know some of the, uh, the 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 people with their t-shirts wandering around. And by the way, they started rioting too when the police came in. It, it became a uh, it became a physical uh, confrontation. This this one woman was saying, "We are calling not simply for an end to genocide." And I'm saying, "What genocide? What genocide are we talking about?" There yeah. is no genocide from the Jews. Don't the Jews don't eradicate yeah. people can, like can, like, yeah. like the like the uh, like 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 Hamas and 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 these radicals do? What were you going to say, people? No, I was just going to say, boy, what a what a what a twist on the words, eh? To to take uh, a people who have experienced the most grotesque genocide in the last one hundred years and now to accuse them of it. Well, and, you know, I, I wrote a note to myself this morning that's interesting is, you know, we talk about this before with other aspects of our, our culture and politics is, is the use of language, how you bastardize the language yeah. and how you come up with that Israelis and Jews who throughout history have been the most, some of the most moral and cultured people who care about God, they care about their families, and they care about uh, and, 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 and doing good works, doing good deeds, and to accuse these people of genocide is so repulsive to me. Sure. Uh, but anyway, let's go back yep. to Bay Ridge. There's an article by uh, our friend, uh, 
Leah Leibovitz uh, in in the City Journal that yes. talks about uh, w w you know using Bay Ridge as a uh, as an example of what's been what's been happening and just to give you a little um, uh, a, a little background on Bay Ridge this is what he wrote and so he he, he puts it in a good way Bay Ridge a charming neighborhood in the southwest corner of Brooklyn where some of the worst pro-Hamas riots erupted last week is itself a tapestry of so many similar stories of young men and women coming to America in search of its goodness and greatness. Now, the neighborhood, as I very well know, is once home to America's largest Norwegian community, Swedes, uh, Finns. There was a place mm -hmm. called Finn Hall when I was a kid. <laughs> and then the Italians, the Irish, the Greeks, followed by, and later on after I uh, moved away, Puerto Ricans and some Mexicans, Jordanians, Egyptians, and Syrians. Now, that's mm -hmm. important to me. The Syrians. When I was a kid, there were Arabs in Bay Ridge. I went to school with people there. I won't say the names, but Arab names. I knew them uh, uh, from Syrians, Lebanese, some Egyptians. And mm -hmm. you, what they all had, in fact, across the street from my church mm -hmm. in Bay Ridge, which was a Presbyterian church, as, you, mm -hmm. as, as some of our listeners mm -hmm. might mm -hmm. remember, was a Syrian Orthodox church, oh, meaning yeah. all of the... Arabs in Bay Ridge, Fort Hamilton, were Christians. I went to school with Arabs. Some of my best friends were Arabs, but they were Christians. Mm. Now, now, uh, one of the things that Leah Leibovitz talks about, he 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 talks about um, that how the school system, uh, you know, the leftist school system has has started, mm -hmm. um, you know, skewing skewing uh, a, a traditional uh, mm -hmm. conservative neighborhood like uh, like Bay Ridge mm -hmm. into this into this um, into this radical thing, like of all places to have this happen in Bay Ridge. And they talked about the Democratic Party leadership and George Floyd's death and and all of these things, uh, you know reasons why this might be happening. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say something, and I think the difference is the Arabs that live in Bay Ridge now are not Christians. Well, of course, they still are. They still are. They are Muslims. And Islam has changed America. It is changing Europe, as everybody knows. And we're not talking about, um, you know, your, your everyday Muslim who, who, who goes to mosque. We are talking about a religion that has on many levels, uh, it, 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 I don't believe it's based in love. I believe it's based in retribution and anger and, 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 and killing people who stand in the way of Allah. And I think that's one of the points that uh, uh, Leo Leibovitz did not talk about. He's the one thing he didn't talk about is that, is that the, the, the growth of, of, of uh, uh, Muslim and radical Muslims in, uh, in that community, and I believe uh, throughout the country, and now into universities too, because from Qatar, and various other Arab places over the last 30 years, billions of dollars have been uh, donated to American universities to undermine uh, uh, the traditional Jewish, Christian, um, uh, secular, um, uh, 
way way of life and 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 this is why i also think that uh, that that the vile these vile young people coming out against uh, you know wanting wanting uh, you know saying it like they're to eradicate about, israel yes. to eradicate israel no big deal it's just our next little leftist thing yeah yeah i am so glad you used the word radical muslim because obviously uh you know there are uh, the jihadists who have uh, no other desire than to keep the uh, keep the holy war going, and right. there just needs to be this uh, this uh, new awakening, uh, a reformation within uh, that community, and uh, but to see the the as you say the vile rhetoric. Uh, that was coming out of their mouths in your old neighborhood of Bay Ridge. It just, and again, so much of the educational system there has um, has supported it, hasn't it? Well, uh, let's let's look at uh, Randy Weingarten and uh, the head of the yeah, uh, NEA. Yeah. All of the, the the teachers' unions and how they have they have absolutely bastardized the education system in this country. Yeah. And to me, Randy Weingarten uh, sounds like a Jewish name to me. She's one of these. You know, that was another great article that uh, David Mamet wrote uh, a week or so ago. Oh, did he? Um, oh, he wrote. Saying, Why are Jews still Democrats? Oh, you got to send that to me. I had, I had not uh, if seen I, that. If I can find it, was uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember which which one of our favorite publications it was. In. Yeah. But this is what I've talked about in the past too. Yeah. Why are Jews liberal Democrats? Because this again, everything you know. I, I I wrote a little note to myself. There's something serious going on here, way bigger than we imagine. This isn't just a passing thing. I think this is, you know, when they talk about crossing a Rubicon, and that, that something has happened here that points up the world against radical Islam and how in our southern border, what Europe has done, invited people in who want to destroy you. And uh, as Mamet puts it, traditionally, by the way, going back to FDR, I remember him turning a turning a ship away of Jews. So let's, you know, uh, oh, yeah. you know so they, oh, could yeah. go, they, they could go and be gassed and burned as well. Uh, that he was, he, his main thrust was this, what's happening now with this hugely anti-Semitic uh, uh, movement that's going on. And it's not just a few people here and there. This is not scattered. Saying maybe this is finally going to wake liberal Jews up to say you support the wrong party because this party is ultimately they're going to come for you. Mm-hmm. You know uh, when you when you talk about the radicalization that's taken place among the young people there uh, uh, who are anti-Semitic and and uh, were so vocal in these demonstrations. Uh, uh, our acquaintance Leo Leibovitz does make that comparison with the uh, Monlous in Paris. That's why he he entitled that article "American Banlieue" uh, 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 or "Banlieue." Uh, tell however, us about tell us about that area, if you would. Well, what, what, what it, do you mean by that? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it is it is the it, you know I think originally it comes from the fact that it, it was something three miles outside of the epicenter of Paris, and therefore there were certain districts, but they were still under the jurisdiction of uh, you know the, the 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 city proper. And of course, what happened after the Algerian War on Moss? Many people came, uh, established themselves in these peripheral uh, areas. And uh, quite simply, um, Leibovitz is just making the comparison how uh, uh, those uh, uh, banlieues in in, uh, Paris will just explode, as they have been, by the way, in their own demonstrations over there en masse by the tens of thousands and uh, against Israel. And that this, uh, uh, I think he actually calls it the banlieueization of America has taken place. Ergo, uh, I think the subtitle of his article was, we need to extinguish the fires of tribalism before they burn us all up. And, and that's, that's, that's really what's happening in these neighborhoods. Well, and, you know, it, it, also, it, also, it also falls right in line with leftism in this country, how leftism, uh, you know, that we've always talked about in our country, let's just talk about our country for a second as opposed yeah. to Europe, because yeah. uh, that's a whole different deal, um, is the whole thing was people would come to this country to assimilate and become Americans. With leftism, with the uh, uh, critical race theory, with the oppressor and the oppressed, automatically you are not uh, talking about assimilation, you are talking about uh, creating enemies, and uh, yes, and, and and as you were talking about in the 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 the, the, uh, the suburb of Paris, these people, it, it's not assimilation, it it's not assimilation at all. There they, there there is no single. Um, single vision for a country, like in the United States, a single vision for a country. No, in this country, in this country, uh, 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 it, it is all about dividing. DEI is the biggest joke in the world. Uh, you know, equity, diversity, diversity and inclusion. Hey, inclusion doesn't include Jews, does it? Apparently now, does it? Well, and no, you know, no, so yeah, so yeah. that's what I said. The whole game, this whole game, is uh, is up. It, Philip, it, what? Up. Uh, let me tell you what's really frustrating me. Uh, as uh, even though I've been traveling this last week, we've we've tried to keep current on things. It's not just the kids, the students in Bay Ridge and in the Bonlus of Paris who are who are vilifying and condemning Israel. It's the sophistry employed by the media and supposedly some of our leading politicians. Now imagine the Associated Press uh, it rejects labeling Hamas a terrorist organization. So the AP is encouraging uh, the protocol to define Hamas as militants, terms such as Hamas fighters, attackers, or combatants are also acceptable depending on the context. So says the Associated Press style guide. Isn't that nice? And then, and then, Philip, I'm just going to give you a riff here and let you respond to it. You've got 
Andrew Sullivan, no less, in an article that came out yesterday. For Israel, there are no good options now. How the Jewish state finds itself in a dead end. And he writes, tens of thousands of civilians in Gaza are living in a terrifying blitz as Israel pummels the strip with the most intense bombing this century. Whole neighborhoods have been turned into literal ash. Countless civilians have been buried under rubble, and the Gazans have nowhere truly safe to go. This is a PR nightmare for Israel, as well as a moral uh, a catastrophe. And if Sullivan isn't enough, here's one of your favorite friends, former President Obama, chiming in with what I found a very chilling commentary on his barackobama.medium.com site entitled Thoughts on Israel and Gaza. Get a load of this one, Philip. It is therefore important that those of us supporting Israel in its time of need encourage a strategy that can incapacitate Hamas while minimizing further civilian casualties. Now, somehow, Philip, don't ask me how, but we have gone all the way from (laughs) affirming that, yes, we're supporting Israel, their right and their moral obligation to extirpate, to eradicate, to extinguish Hamas, to Obama now suggesting that they should incapacitate them. And what does incapacitate means? Well, it means nothing more, nothing less than simply According to the Oxford Dictionary, you need to prevent them from functioning in a normal way. Now, that's exactly what we did with the Nazis, isn't it? We went in there. We didn't want to extinguish the evil. No, no, no. We just wanted to have them alter their behavior. Can you imagine this this linguistic, and you made reference to it earlier, Philip, linguistic sophistry going on that in reality is trying to handcuff Israel, not giving them the moral clarity and the mandate to listen. Do you what know, you have to do. Do you know, you, you know that uh, Hamas headquarters is in the basement of the largest hospital Yes, in Gaza? Do you know that? Yes. Do our listeners know that? Yes. So, so this is you. You want to talk about animals, and you want to talk about moral clarity. The Jews and Israel have more more morality and moral clarity than the rest of the world combined. You know the whole thing. And I was thinking the other day in Ukraine. Oh yeah, the Ukrainians because they're fighting Putin. No one goes in and asks Ukraine the Ukrainian fighters. Well, are you worried about? Aren't you concerned about the human rights of uh, of civilians? No, they don't. We're not saying that to them, are we? No, we're not saying that to them. Israel gets attacked, and people are literally mutilated, newborn babies' heads cut off and burned. Are you kidding me? And now Israel is supposed to is supposed to go. Oh well, I guess I guess we just better be nice and not do too much damage to these people. Gazans, no. Gazans voted for Hamas. Gazans have every opportunity every day to to overthrow Hamas. The the the, the percentage of, of Gazans who approve of Hamas is 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 extraordinarily high. 
So now all of a sudden, Israel has to be, Israel has to be, and by the way, as you and most of our listeners probably know, Israel takes great pains not to just bomb a bunch of civilians, whereas, whereas day after day after day, Gaza is shooting, shooting rockets into, into Tel Aviv, just anywhere, anywhere they land, who the hell cares? Yeah. Yeah, Israelis don't do that. Yeah. And and by the way, one of the you know who you know who was incredibly responsible for 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 rising anti-Semitism in this country is Barack Obama. Well, he is so clever in this article. Yeah, clever by half. Yeah, he is so deceptive, and again, it is. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, I imagine, imagine if if that had been our intention. We we just need to incapacitate. Sounds like somebody's had a heart attack. You know, the Nazis. That's yeah, all we call, had to do. Yeah, call the EMTs, and we'll we'll, we'll yeah. take care of it in a nice way. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, again, you remember the whole lead article in the New York Times. Yes, the the Baptist Hospital there, 500 people killed. They ran with that story, lickety, split without hesitation. And then even in their apologias that followed, it was just, oh, well, we, we probably should have. Oh, well, we might have done this. Oh, And it's just amazing how the media, but can, can, I mean, let's call it like it is. I can't imagine the AP coming out with this kind of mandate for its reporters and calling Hamas combatants. It goes along with the narrative. Let, let, me, let me read you something interesting. Please. You know, we talk about the colleges and universities. Please. Which are, which are, 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 are places of hatred. You know, all of a, all of a sudden, guess who needs to be protected and guess who's being pissed off that they need to be protected are Jewish students in Harvard and uh, Stanford and places like that. They need protection and they're not getting it. Yeah. Because because if you speak out against a Palestinian, this is the logic that goes on, and you know that that that's a, a, a student body in Harvard or something who speaks out against Palestine, they are the victims now. They are the oh you you, you can't do that to us. But anyway, I'm 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 digressing for a second. I yep. came across I came across <laughs> this this is from 1940. Mm-hmm. So the war in Europe had already started, right? It started in 39. This is 1940, New York Times. This is the headline. Mm. Hitler leads in poll. What? Georgetown students vote on leading personalities. This is what it says, February 24th, 1940. Adolf Hitler was voted, quote, the most outstanding personality in the world today, unquote by students of the College of Arts and Sciences at Georgetown University in a campus poll undertaken by the uh, Hoya Undergraduate Weekly Mm. Publication. Of 269 votes polled on this question, Hitler received 113. After him was Pope Pius XII, and third place was FDR. So... Wow. Gee, what does that say about colleges and universities wow. going way back? This is, he had already invaded Poland and half of Europe, and he, on a college campus, these really intellectual liberals, this is what they thought back then. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, what's that the old thing? The more things change, the more they stay the same. Right, right, you know, right, right. I, I, I thought you'd like to hear that. Ah, no, it's just, uh, but it's, it's, it's remarkable uh, comparatively to what is uh, tragically happening. And, you know, uh, folks, if we sound passionate about this, we are. Israel. Oh, Israel. Our greatest ally in the region. A small little tiny plot given to them by the international community, soaked in the blood of six million Jews. There is no one, no nation, no sovereign nation on the face of the earth that has greater moral authority to that area. And in contrast to how they are often painted, time and again, over and over, they have put out the olive branch. And it's been rejected. And been spitting if they have, they, it's been spit in their face. Yeah. And, and by and, the way, yeah. And, and, and you can talk about the nuances of statecraft and boundaries and uh, 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 just, just, uh, you, and again, wherefore, wherefore, uh, every Palestinian who is of goodwill and wants to live beside his Jewish uh, friends. And there are thousands of them. We're, no, no, no delusion here. We know that. I've spent months over in that area. And we, we know that is true. But we also know that at hard core, Hamas is committed to obliterating Israel. And that chorus has been picked up and has been assuaged by the media. And it's tragic to see what is going on again, very much like what took place in the 30s. And never again is more than just a cliche. And our voices need to be heard in that article that we wrote last week uh, uh, for Entering Stage Right. I quote Bonhoeffer again, in which he finally realized his own complicity when he was in a cell because he did try to participate in an assassination attempt on Adolf Hitler. And he wrote those words to his Christian brothers and sisters, only he who shouts for the Jew can sing the Gregorian chant. He understood that we are wedded, wedded in spirit to with them and with the state and the people. Yeah, and let, let's put another lie uh, uh, to rest here, too. Please, uh, please. That all of a sudden, Israelis are colonialists? Israelis have been there... Israelis have been... Uh, Jews, Jews have yes. been in that area of the world for almost 4,000 years. Abraham. Almost 4,000 years. Exactly. And they have always had a presence there. Of course, they've been kicked out and and, and, and spewed throughout Europe mm. and the world by, by the various conquerors from Rome and the Ottomans and, and, uh, and, 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 various, other, and various other groups. But yep. I don't want anybody telling me who the colonialists are. This is Jewish land. And, and, and by the way, you and I were speaking in this privately the other day. 
Uh, b b between uh, uh, you know the, the radical Muslims, you know, Islam didn't even start until you know sixteen, seventeen hundred years after the Jews were, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. So, so yeah. don't, don't come and tell me that this is your land. In fact, most most Palestinians, as well as as many Arabs in that area, were just nomads. They didn't have a homeland, whereas the Jews had a homeland. And to put a final button on this. Uh, as I've said this before, is that Palestinians, the rest of the rest of the Middle East wants nothing to do with the Palestinians. They use them, they use them when they need them to make political points. When when Israel went in with uh, with, with flyers telling people get out. Get yes. out. I'm sure Hamas did. I think Hamas. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hamas did not do that when they invaded that music festival and slaughtered oh. over 200 people. I, I think they forgot the flyers. Yeah, where, yeah. Uh, Egypt, they go, go toward Egypt. Egypt goes, not us. Yeah. Jordan, not us. You're not coming here. Yep. So, yep. This, so this, 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 this is, um, and by the way, Yes. Sir. Then, then, then I'm done. I'm obviously quite passionate about this. Uh, you know, uh, he, 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 the Nazis tried to hide what went on in the concentration camps. They didn't want to be caught, and they and they got caught, and it was brought out in uh, Nuremberg and, and and prior to that. These animals put, were putting it on social media. Look mm. what we're doing. I heard mm -hmm. a phone call between some young guy. Dad, Dad, I killed 10 of them. I killed 10 of them. And his father's going, I'm so proud of you. This is real. And the, the peace Nicks and the others are going to come out and uh, 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 have, have their traditional mantras, uh, just like they had in the 30s uh, regarding the Nazis. Uh, I see we're... Uh, uh, Thomas Friedman has written this article, Israel is about to make a terrible mistake. So, you know... Uh, uh, oh, only Israel makes mistakes. You notice that? Yeah. <laughs> only Israel makes mistakes. Hezbollah and Hamas and people who are out to destroy Israel and kill all the Jews, they're not making a mistake. Yeah, only yeah. Israel makes mistakes. Well, Philip, in your passion, I don't know what your excuse is. I have one, you see, because I guess I'm one of those crazy Christian Zionists that I long for some kind of catastrophic uh, 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 imminent Armageddon to usher in the return of Christ. That's how Joe Klein in his Substack article the other day sort of characterized those of us who are staunch supporters of Israel, who are Christian. I didn't even know what a Christian Zionist was, but I'm being labeled that. So what's your excuse, <laughs> Well, you know what? Here, here's what's interesting about that is the is 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 the denigration yeah. by Joe Klein. That the denigration, the denigration in this country of Christians, and wanting to get Christianity and everything out of out out of out of the public square. You know the whole thing with a you, right. know, you can't ha you can't have a, 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 a what do you call the thing at Christmas? A, 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 the manger. What do you call that? A, a, you know, in a public square, the any religious uh, the crash, uh, the crash, the crash. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 
You can't have that. We better get rid of that. But yeah. boy, well, boy, you don't want you don't want to upset the Muslims. You, you know, what I mean, they <laughs> they elevate uh, elevate Islam to the greatest thing in the world. But you damn Christians, or, yeah. and what's the new thing? You Christian Zionists, you. Okay, <laughs> gee, we only stand for life, love, uh, and and caring for other people. Yeah. Bad us. Yeah, and I'm I'm sorry I'm, about that. <laughs> no, seriously. Hey, I I'm going to quickly move into my PS and hero. But any any final any final thoughts that are that are that you'd like to express right now? I'm so appreciative, Philip, of your view on all of this, which is transparent and yes, passionate but important because uh, particularly in relationship to the again. Again, uh, 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 those who would deny what it's going to take to win this war and what it's really going to take to uh, eradicate uh, 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 the, the, the pernicious evil that has been let loose upon our Israeli brothers and sisters. And, you know, they, they want to sanitize war again and put limits on Israel and condemn their aggression, etc., etc., which, again, does nothing but aid and abet Hamas in the long run, I believe. Um, Anyway, well, okay. My my final thought on that, as I was thinking this yep. the other day, yep. they, they they were telling there was going to be this big uh, rally someplace in Brooklyn, not more than a mile or so from the uh, the Hasidim section of Brooklyn, with some of the most religious yeah. uh, Jews. Yeah, and and this is what's got to end. They told you know, they started warning Jews, mm. be careful, don't go out. Stay mm. inside. You don't want. Are you mm. kidding me? Mm. Mm. The next thing is there's going to be there's going to be stars of David on the on their backs again. Mm. This is what's got to end. The fight back has got to be just what Israel is doing. You got to fight back and not and not let and not run and hide and mm-hmm. apologize for being Jewish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's my that's my last thought. Hey. Otherwise, I will f- start frothing at the mouth. Easy, easy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, God, God bless. God bless Israel. Right. Here, here's here's my uh, quick P.S. and my hero, Philip, uh, before we sign off, and that is our guest from two weeks ago. Probably the least thing he wants to be labeled is as a hero. You're certainly our P.S. from two weeks ago, Alan, and that is Alan Barton. A shout-out for his play, Outrage, which I actually happened to be traveling in L.A. last Sunday evening. I saw it at the Beverly Hills Playhouse and uh, Alan, who is the owner and CEO of the Playhouse and actor, teacher, and playwright and writer, indeed, of Outrage, which, of course, we both knew and read, and we knew it was a fine play. But I tell you, Philip, and I know you're going to see it here shortly, but the material jumps off the page, and the whole production just sparkles with a, a wit, a compassion, a pathos. It's it's a courageous piece of writing, and it takes on the cancel culture with candor, transparency, a, a truthfulness that I have not seen on the boards of the American theater, period. David Mamet, 
go see it. Anyone else who's in the greater LA area, go see it. Go to bhplayhouse.com. That's beverlyhillsplayhouse.com, bhplayhouse.com, and they will direct you to where you can get tickets. It's a stunningly moving, courageous piece of theater. So guess what? Salutes. Salutation. I mean, uh, what do I want to say? Kudos to our good friend, Alan Barton. I'll be there tomorrow night. Wow. Wonderful. I'm going tomorrow night. Wonderful. All right, friends. There it is. That old Scoobell telling us that it's about time to wrap it up. And in way of reminder, friends, regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours. We live in a great country. It's a free country. We want to keep it that way. And we've got so much to be thankful for. We're thankful for you, dear listener. So till we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and... Philip Charles McKenzie. Inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>